Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Julie Taylor is the founder of Buzz Business Networking, which is based in the Netherlands, and she hosts both in-person and online networking sessions. Today's episode is sponsored by Magic Mind, the little green shot that can help boost your productivity. You'll hear me talking more about it later in the show. And if you want to find the discount codes that I mention, then go to the show notes. Thank you very much for being my guest on the podcast today, Julie. Thank you. It's great to be here. Now, you're a perfect guest for this podcast because you are all about networking. Your business is all about networking. Um, But let's have a chat about how you came to this and what what your background is, because I believe you were in banking for a long time. Is that right? Oh, yeah. The dreaded banking. Yeah, I went through that during the banking crisis. Um, Mm. So I think that's when you unknowingly build your network. Mm. Um, I been actually made redundant three times that banking was my uh, third and final time hopefully now I'm (laughs) self-employed I try not to make myself unemployed um and yeah so um I worked in various roles project management um I moved up to Scotland um with my job and yeah moved around a lot of departments during the the last few years before I actually left um, so yeah, I get to know people yeah. and um, that actually helped me going um, self-employed. I was a contractor for five years after that, which was really high pressured. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. I went for six months and I stayed for five years. <laughs> so how long were you, were you in banking in total? Um, I think it was about 13 years permanent and then another five. Oh, I'm giving away my age now. <laughs> um, yeah. So seen a lot of things, met a lot of people. Mm. And I think I've just absorbed a lot of different people types over the years. So yeah. a lot of observing and, and seeing how people interact as well. Yeah. So you're currently in Leiden in the Netherlands. So what was it that took you there? So that was my husband's job. We'd been here just over five years. And I came here as a trailing spouse. <laughs> Didn't really know that was a term. <laughs> to me, it sounds like um, a shopping trolley that's got a wonky wheel that needs taken back. Um, but yeah, so yeah, again, moving countries. I couldn't have moved to much of a better country to speak a lot of English. Yes. But still, I don't know anybody here. Yeah. Um, I need to build my network, get to know people, people that can help me. Rather than doing that, spending hours on Google, if you ask the right person the right question, off you go. Yeah. Now, I have also been a trailing spouse (laughs) because my husband's job took us to the States for a couple of years. And I always thought it sounded like a bit of a derogatory term, really. I did too, but I, I, I changed it to like amazing spouse. I think I've got some other little tweaks of it, but I don't really talk about it that much anymore because that feels very much in the past. Now I'm on my second business, so yeah, yeah. it does feel a long time ago. So what was your first business that you started when you uh, arrived in the Netherlands? So I actually was contacted through a Facebook group. Um, they're very active here. Um, by a lady who was wanting to expand a business. So we went into partnerships as online business managers. So having the relationship management jobs back in the bank, project management um, was ideal for me. So we worked together for about three and a half years. Mm. COVID finished. I just wanted to get dressed properly and go out and meet people. (laughs) Um, And yeah, we decided to separate and I started my buzz business networking yeah so how easy was it to set up a business in another country 
it was surprisingly easy. I would say easy on one hand and not so easy on the other. Mm. So the easy thing is, um, compared to other countries, you pay your registration and off you go. Mm-hmm. Other countries, I know you have to pay every month, despite whether you make any income, which is quite a tough mm. ask. However, there isn't the support that I see in the UK. I've got quite a strong network in the UK and I'm always watching what's going on there. So things like Chamber of Commerce here don't mm-hmm. do anything. No events, no free webinars, no anything. So we have to help ourselves. So that's mm. where you need your network. And also I started a Facebook group um, about three years ago, uh, originally based here in Leiden, but then we had COVID. So we extended across the Netherlands. And I lead that group now. We've got over 800 people in there. Mm. And it's about sharing, supporting, asking questions. Because if you started your own business and you're in a full-time job, you won't have that network of other business yeah. owners around you. So yeah, um, yeah we need, really need to help ourselves. Yeah. And funding, there's not much funding here either. So when there was some in my local area, I was like sharing it and I was like, apply for it. Yeah, <laughs> It's free, well, not free money. You've got no, to work yeah. for it <laughs> and you've got to contribute. But it's just like, there's so few things here. We've got to jump on them and we've got to take those opportunities. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? I think we kind of take things like the Chamber of Commerce for, for granted a bit here and that there mm. will be people leading webinars or networking meetings that we can go to. Yeah, and um, I didn't find the networking groups um, necessarily here. I found the odd one or two. There's a really cool group up in um, Amsterdam that's more female-driven. My group's for men as well, but for some reason, and I've been listening to your other podcasts recently, there are not a lot of guys come networking. That's fine. They know where I am when they want me. (laughs) So, yeah, I didn't find what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Working with the UK network I have, I was just like, yeah, let, let's just start something a bit fresh. So yeah. it's just getting the word out now. Yeah. So when did you start uh, Buzz Business Networking? Um, it was just over a year and a half ago, but I started in the summer and um, they take their holidays very seriously <laughs> here. So I might be starting my, um, I think it's a shed, but in the summer, it's my summer office. Yeah. <laughs> and um, very hot thinking, but where is everybody? I want to network and we, you know, we're not all... Um, quite a lot of internationals here but we're obviously governed by school holidays and partners who work in Dutch companies so I was just like I'm ready when you're ready so um, (laughs) I think it was September 2022 my first in-person event yeah and um, yeah I've been going monthly ever since then in person and online yeah so tell me about how it works then so I don't have all the answers. I, I wish I did. Um, <laughs> but I always have an expert speaker. Mm. So um, it's somebody that's expert in their field. And it could be anything like mindset, marketing, digital marketing, branding, photography. It could be, there's so many elements. I keep uncovering more things that mm-hmm. we like to do in our business. So I always have a guest speaker, both my in-person sessions, which run in Leiden, in Rotterdam, and also online. And then we also have some networking breakout rooms so we get to know each other. But also I have my free sessions that just went like hotcakes yesterday. I don't know what happened. (laughs) Um, 12 bookings in seven hours yesterday, which is my complimentary session, Hour in the Hive. So I just allow six entrepreneurs in that group. I always try and make sure they don't know each other. Mm. And that's a real safe space to come in, ask questions, ask for help, try out a new idea, ask the audience. Yeah. Um, And... 
I ask people to bring problems. Some people just come along to celebrate, which is even better. Yeah. Because when you work on your own, you've got nobody to go and chink your yes. glass of fizz with. Yeah, I think that's really important. So who do you find comes to your meetings? Um, they tend to be single-person businesses. Mm. I do have larger companies that are curious and they come along every now and again. Um, internationals mainly, but I love it when some Dutch people come. So when they're in a breakout room, um, especially in person, I'm just like, guys, speak Dutch. I'm, I'm going to hang around um, and I can understand Dutch. I don't speak very much mm. Dutch. Um, so, yeah, so a real mixture. We have Dutch teachers. We have um, translators, um, people selling products, people selling services, but all sort of working on their own, just keeping going, keeping going. Yeah. And, you know, it's a break and try something new. Come and hear about something that maybe you don't know too much about and maybe you don't think affects your business. Yeah. But it can really sort of, you know, refresh your day and, yes. and give you some new ideas. Yeah. So where do you hold the meetings? You've mentioned which cities, but do you hold them in hotels or, or where do you have them? So in Leiden, I'm a partner with the Leiden International Centre. So they very kindly um, host me there. So And they've been so supportive. And those events have run every month, despite the summer holidays we've managed mm -hmm. to keep going. Um, Rotterdam, I've held them at sort of rooms within co-working spaces. Yeah. And actually, somebody who came to one of my events, she's got her own studio, I suppose you call it. So now I'm supporting her by renting her studio. Yeah. And that's how networking works. Yeah. People have come along to my events and I think, oh, right, I'm, this is going to cost me a lot of money because I've met all these amazing people. <laughs> and um, I want their products or services. Yeah. <laughs> And what kind of time of day do you do you hold them up? I always hold them over at lunchtime, uh, like 11 to 1, and then we can go for lunch afterwards if people have got time. Mm. We've just got to watch out for people that get a little bit carried away, loving, loving the break from the day and almost forget to pick up the children <laughs> from school. That has happened. <laughs> Can't be held responsible for that, unfortunately. Um, and I've also run a social event. I've just done a Christmas event my very first year, and I did one uh, December gone. And I had about 15 people come to that one. And yeah. we had private dining, so that was nice as nice. well. Nice, yeah. So how do you think that the um, the in-person networking compares to the online? Mm, that's a good one. Um, in person, I feel there's very much the whole, let's make an appointment, let's, let's carry on the conversation. Um, and I'm not saying that doesn't happen in the online world, but we can get cut off if the, the timer goes on the mm. breakout room or somebody's not saved the chat. Um, so I feel that there's the connection and maybe there's a bit more about body language and listening mm. rather than, you know, we can all be a little bit guilty sometimes of being in an online session. waiting You shouldn't be waiting for your um, time to speak. You should be listening to what's going on. But, you know, you can get a little bit distracted when something pops up on your computer. Yeah. Whereas yeah. you're fully there and you're fully committed to the day when you're in person. And I see I see that in body language. I see people relax and, you know, you can have a cup of coffee and things like that. And I don't know. There's just a different different vibe of a in-person, definitely. Yeah. So how has the network grown since it since it launched? Well, that is that has been a challenge. It has been very up and down, and sometimes people turn up just to hear from the speaker, mm -hmm. um, which is absolutely fine because it's just their area of expertise. So I'm still trying to get it to settle down a bit. Um, as I say, I've, I've 
sold out two sessions, free sold out three sessions um, in January for the free brainstorm. So hopefully from that, people see the benefit. Mm. Um, I don't know, it's time of year as well, because sort of November, December time, people were really rushing to finish for the end of the year. Yeah. Um, so I didn't run any in-person sessions in December because I was just like, people's to-do lists are yeah. just not going away. And because they're internationals, they're tending to be travelling back to their home country. Yeah. So there's a really hard deadline. It's not a, oh, I'll just have a little look at my emails when it's Christmas Eve and I should be cooking a turkey or whatever you're doing <laughs> Christmas Eve. Maybe not start that early. Um, so, yeah, so up and down, but I, th- there's actually quite a lot of chat at the minute about... Um, I need to give it a nice name, not networking tourism. I'm sure I <laughs> give it something. And I've actually bumped into one of my contacts from Luxembourg on a ferry going yeah. to Scotland um, last November, not November, gone November before, yeah. of taking some of my network to my UK network. Yeah. Um, that I'm, I'm part of the group. I think it's uh, since about 2021, I've been part of that group. And vice versa. Yeah. Um, people are up for that. Yeah. Because um, I know where the in-person sessions are. Thursday nights are just crazy networking nights in the Netherlands. Uh, you'd be tripping over network in-person networking <laughs> events. So I'm just like, and I was talking to somebody in a breakout room once, and he was like, literally looking at flights online. I was just like, oh, oh. it's just like we'll arrange <laughs> something. And uh, people are like, always oh, say to me, are you in Amsterdam? And I'm like, no. And I'm just like, you can't go to Amsterdam first because you'll never, never arrive. <laughs> you'll never get to Leiden. It's really easy to get here by train. So I think there's misconceptions about countries and and types of people as well. Mm. I would say the Dutch networking market is a hard one to crack mm. they are you know, they're, they're just very sort of set in how they work mm. so I have had some Dutch um people as speakers and it, they have been challenged to speak in English their first presentation yeah. which has been really cool and I think they've got a lot out of it yeah so I'm really up for that more gelling of those two cultures together yeah now you mentioned that a lot of your members are, are are expats. So what what countries are they from? They're from all over, um, and I, I mean, my photographer is Russian. I've had mm. Ukrainian speakers. Um, every country you could imagine. I, I'm always surprised. Um, quite a few Italians down in Rotterdam. Mm. A few Brits dotted around here. Um, yeah, I don't think I, I'm not surprised. I mean, even somebody in my online network, she's from Ethiopia. Wow. And I don't, I don't have a website. I don't do any ads. And I'm just like, I don't even know how you found me, but it's great you found me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, very cool. Just and and that's that is the benefit of the online. That yeah. You know, even though quite a few people have said, more so I've heard in the UK, oh, I'm not doing online anymore. I'm going in person. It's just like, don't forget about online because mm. it's still if you've got something that's that's digital that you can yeah. do outside your yeah. own country you don't just cut that off after yeah. covid there's still opportunities there yeah absolutely so what have you found people have been getting out of your your network well this is the thing some people t- i said before that some people come just for the speaker but that wasn't always true because I some people disappeared and I was like, oh, I hope you had a great event. I don't know where you've gone. Mm. And I'd see some amazing things on LinkedIn. There was two ladies that met at my event. One's an illustrator, one's a cancer survivor. Mm. And they got together at one of my Leiden events. They tapped into some EU funding to write and illustrate a book about cancer. 
Fantastic. And they've been to boot camps in Lisbon and Copenhagen. Yeah. I don't know why I wasn't asked to take their luggage for them. <laughs> and so that's it. So when people disappear and I'm just like, oh, everything okay? There's these amazing collaborations, you know, um, and friendships as well. Yeah. And people have actually travelled quite far. They don't like to travel far in the Netherlands and it is a small country. Yeah. But have taken the train to go and meet somebody um, through networking, but also through the Facebook group I run that have yeah. just met somebody and, you know, somebody's come from the south of Holland all the way up to Amsterdam because they just really clicked. Yeah, that's brilliant. So what was networking something that was important to you in, in your former banking career? And, and had you run any networking meetings before? No, I, I think it was just one of those things that I didn't really know about. Um, I think there was always the sort of networking breakfast you could go to and mm. the, the bankers just turned up to eat the breakfast <laughs> and it'd be some, you know, really big company. It was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. So no, I didn't run any networking events. I facilitate workshops and um, communicated documents and how they needed to fill in. And so I've always been about simplifying things mm. and communication. So I suppose it's always been in me, but I just didn't realize it. And I like people. There's not many people I don't like. Um, I, I really like people and I just find them fascinating and I love to know their stories and especially the introverted ones. I'm mm. like, tell us your story, tell us why you did it. And people are like, oh, I don't, why would they want to know about that? And it's just like, if, you, if it's your single person business, it's all about you, your expertise, why and why did you start? Yeah. And why would people choose you? Yeah. And I'd so much rather do that than just Google somebody and say, well, I always go to the About page on people's website as soon yeah. as I land on it. I'm so nosy. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so, yeah, people, I think it's always been there, but I just never realised it. Yeah. Do you think if you hadn't gone abroad that you'd be doing what you're doing now? That's a great question. Probably not, because, as I say, I was I was carried on working in banking, but as a, a contractor, Um so yeah, it was demanding, it was full time. I was self-employed, but not really self-employed. So, and I know that banking's contracting and a lot of things are going offshore and up to the cloud. And um, so possibly, but it was never really, it was never really something I looked to do to be self-employed mm. to, to start with. So networking, possibly not. Yeah. So let's change the subject a little bit now and have a chat about productivity because we're recording this on the 3rd of January. So it's the time of year when people are making New Year's resolutions. They want to be more healthy. They want to be more productive. How do you make sure that you're productive? Mm. I do suffer with the online to-do list and the written to-do list. Um, how do I stay productive? I think it's to, I do time block. I do yeah. put my timer on a lot, even if I don't have meetings. Um, but it's that whole thing of if I'm going to research something, I'm going to put timer on and give myself half an hour or an hour rather than just clicking, scrolling, doom scrolling. <laughs> and if I don't get to the answer and it's not something urgent for today, I'll just save a few links and go, right, that's it for today. So it is around what do you need to achieve today, this week, versus 
Making sure that you don't just sit there for hours and do something. Yeah. I don't know if that's really answered your question. Yeah, no, I like the whole time blocking thing. I'm not very good at it, <laughs> but I think it's a good idea. I'm so, blocking, <laughs> sorry, I was going to say, I'm blocking your own personal time. I yes. went on a, I went on a webinar uh, just before the Christmas break and I was surprised people weren't doing that. And I was just like, probably because I come from corporate. So if you booked a holiday, you had to block your diary. So mm. I do that now and... I use Calendly, so people can only book a call. They can't book a call at two a.m. No. <laughs> why would Why would I make that available, sort of thing? So yeah, Fridays are blocked off. So I used to do Dutch classes, um, and now I'm going to start some um, training. So yeah, Fridays it's my choice if I have a meeting rather than think, yeah. oh, I was going to go and do that, and now somebody's booked a half an hour call. That's so annoying. Yeah, that's really good. So something that I've been trying for the last week now, it's called Magic Mind. And it's this, these little green shots of liquid uh, with all sorts of good ingredients in them. And it, it's supposed to help you be more productive and help you to concentrate more. And now I'm not a caffeine drinker because um, caffeine like dries out your vocal folds. It's not very good for you if you're... Um, a um, you know a voice user like me and I actually don't like coffee anyway but this magic mind has the same kind of effect as caffeine in like terms of giving you a being a bit of a pep a bit of an energy boost but the ingredient that's that gives you this pep is called is matcha um, which is like a slow release caffeine and is much better for you so if anyone's listening who is, is maybe hooked on the coffee to get them through the day try this magic mind instead and that might just if it's your New Year's resolution to drink less coffee, this might might help you with that. And um, so today's my first day back working after Christmas. So I haven't really needed to be that productive over the Christmas holidays, really. But I have found that I'm, you know, I'm waking up with more energy. I'm bouncing out of bed, even though it's dark morning. So I've got to go and walk the dog in the rain. <laughs> so you know, maybe this magic mind is, you know, is, is helping with that. Um, anyway, if that's something you want to try, I have got um, a special offer for you because the people at Magic Mind are very kindly sponsoring my my podcast this week and for the next couple of weeks and their special offer is if you subscribe to Magic Mind for three months you can get one month free with the special code which I'm going to put in the show notes because no one's going to remember this it's magicmind.com forward slash j-a-n-s-b-b-n and then also I've got another code that gets you another 20% off which is s-b-b-n-20 don't worry about remembering it. I'm going to bang that in the show notes. And if you want to give Magic Mind a go, um, I certainly think it's it's doing something for me. And I don't know about you, Julie, but I, when I've looked at like little shots of things, I thought, oh, God, that looks disgusting. I don't want to drink it. <laughs> I like the look of the ginger shot. And yeah, if I had the time and the patience, I'd make one at home and that's not going to happen. Yeah, no, that's right. You're never going to go actually go and make no. it, are you? But actually, this tastes quite nice. And I've been drinking it with my breakfast, or if I forget, I've been taking it on my dog walk and drinking it on the dog walk. And um, yeah, it's actually it's actually quite nice. <laughs> so anyway, if you want to try that, Magic Mind um, just might help you with the New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. And talking of New Year's resolutions, what are your plans for uh, your business over 2024, Julie? Oh, I'm really taking some time this January to review what's happened and plan but also as I mentioned I'm, I'm starting a, a course at the end of it's like a coaching entrepreneurial course mm. from the end of January so in a way I'm not, I'm not getting too heavily involved in the in the goals 
because I want to see what comes out of that as well. Yeah. But actually watching some videos as somebody I know that did the writing down of 10 goals, which is great. I wouldn't do that because I should have been a doctor with my handwriting. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, actually, um, if it was if it was one particular goal about sort of, you know, like being a guest here today um, and speaking opportunities, I already started that in November and that's going, that's going really well already. <laughs> um, and again, about getting all the bookings yesterday. Um, but I would say about being a bit more intentional with my time mm. and what, and that's that to me, that sounded a really lofty thing that I didn't really understand. But for me, it's that really trying to log off at a good time and, um, just spending a bit more time the days it's not raining as I mentioned um to you earlier that I've actually managed two days of over 10,000 steps I'm not saying I'm going to be able to do that today (laughs) I don't have a dog to walk um so and yeah we get the same weather as you the day after the day after yeah (laughs) so um yeah I think it's just about not being too hard on myself um you know things do go wrong that are very unexpected um so it's about just being kind to yourself and you know resilience is something you've just got to look after yourself as a solo mm-hmm. business owner so yeah probably just and I did see um another post which is actually somebody who's going to be uh, one of my in-person speakers and she said maybe about doing a, a list of what you're not going to do this year oh interesting <laughs> which I don't know how long that would be um <laughs> but yeah I think we're all trying to be a bit more healthy and a bit more mi- mindful so We'll just see how that goes. Yeah, brilliant. So one final question then, Julie. If people want to get in touch, what's the best place for them to find you? Well, I am on LinkedIn. That's my day hangout. Evening hangout is Instagram. Um, But otherwise, yeah, just just Google me and you should find me. Um, And yeah, I'd love to get in touch. And if I can just find you that one contact or one thing, that'll skyrocket your business that'll make me very happy fantastic well thank you for being such a great guest and uh, the best of luck with uh, buzz business networking for 2024 thank you so much thanks for listening to small business big network if you found this podcast useful please do rate review and subscribe and don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too